Hey, it's Madison, the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show. Rob from West Virginia. Hey, Rob. I'm not at all against teaching accurate American history. And I think with black history, uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly needs to be told. But the one thing I would object to is where I've heard reports of where they divide kids up as examples, and I'm talking elementary school age kids, into oppressors and being oppressed. I got biracial grandchildren. Well, hold on, hold on. I do too. I got biracial grandchildren and great grandchildren. Before you go there, now hold. Are you talking about? Oh, are you talking about like the blue-eyed, black, uh, brown-eyed experiment? Are you talking about a? Are you talking? I'm just trying to get clarification. Are you talking about a class project where they, where they, act out? whatever, somebody's a slave, somebody's a free, and which is the, you know... Jane Elliott's Jane Elliott's experiment was uh, blue-eyed, brown-eyed. Is that what you're referring to that you're against? No, um, but that, I, I remember but hearing what, something... So what, uh, okay, I, look, stop. God, I got to do my show. So what are you referring to when you say I'm not against uh, teaching history any kind of history all history but i'm against when they divide children up uh you know uh, uh, whatever black and white what are you talking about are you are you talking about an actual classroom exercise that's what i'm trying to get you to clarify yes a, a classroom exercise with with elementary age school kids of where you're dividing them up Okay. All right. Okay. Well, I can. I can. I can under. I can under. I can understand. Where uh, does that happen? There's probably some teachers that do it. I. I don't know where it happens. I'm but just asking. I don't him. know. What's it, his it, pro- it probably happens somewhere in the United States. Sherry's rolling her eyes because she doesn't think it happens. No, I'm just kidding. I, I. I can tell you, it probably does happen. There's no ifs, ands, buts about it. But I. I. I will say this. Uh, Bob, Rob, I bet you when you were in elementary school, I bet you they divided up cowboys and Indians. I bet you on Thanksgiving, they they divided up pilgrims and Indians. I bet you. Massachusetts. I'm hey, hey. Uh, well, I know, but th- I know where you're from. You keep bringing up all this from. Acknowledge. Am I telling the truth? No, they never divided Oh, up no, kids not, up. stop, stop, bullshit. See, now let me tell you, you B- BS, every, uh, Bob, you're too old to try to bu- bullshit me. Now, you're telling about you're from Massachusetts. Uh, just by, your, your history, your history taught about the, the, the Thanksgiving, your, your damn first Thanksgiving was in Massachusetts. And don't give me this crap that they weren't taught the division. Give me, and, and you know damn well they didn't teach the true story of Thanksgiving, and you know damn well they didn't talk about the exploitation of Native Americans by the pilgrims. Now, don't come with me. I mean, you know, we had a decent conversation going. Hell, man, and growing up in Ohio, mm-hmm. some of us were pilgrims and some of us were Indians. 
You know, can I get a word in edgewise? Hell no, you can't get a word in exercise unless you're going to tell the truth. Oh, I don't mind teaching black history, but I'm going to sit up here and say that that didn't happen when I was in school. It happened all over the country. So if you're going to get a word in exercise, you don't run this show. And I don't really appreciate you trying to whitewash what, what you know is true. Now, so, so go ahead and finish, and I'll let you have the last say, and then I'm going to a break. When we were taught about Thanksgiving, they never divided the class up into Indians and pilgrims. You I bet you, you, I bet you in Massachusetts they did. They now, did maybe not, not do that. Hey, oh, bullshit. You know, you, you know, don't give me, you know what? You know how I'm going to prove that you're a liar. Maybe they didn't do it in your classroom, but I'm going to tell you something. I bet you. When I come back from the break, I'm going to have a line full of people from Massachusetts who are going to say, Rob is not telling the truth. Now, maybe in your classroom they didn't do it. But you know damn well, I bet you somewhere in your school you got divided up among Indians and cowboys, didn't you? Never. Oh, good. Goodbye. Happy to interject, to, to interject <laughs> um, I'm not from Massachusetts, but that happened in my school. Thank and I remember you. So. Thank you. I clearly God. remember that too, especially cowboys and Indians. Oh God! And they handed out feathers for, for the yeah, Indians. And for the exactly. they would, as a matter of fact, in in elementary school, some yep. the, one half of the some of the kids would be pilgrims, and they made those little pilgrim caps. And then the other kids would be Indians, and you made a headband, and 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 like you said, either handed out feathers or you made feathers, paper feathers. Now, Rob is sitting up here saying, I'm from that, and they never did that. You know, (laughs) Rob, you know, you you ought to, and and of all places, the home of Plymouth Rock. God. Uh, We'll continue 22 after the hour. I hope he's still listening. Because I can't look at the phones coming in. Look, if I, she is in Massachusetts. Look at this. I told you, when I come back from my break, I bet you all nine lines will be lit. Good morning, Mr. Madison. Happy holidays to you and your entire crew. Thank you. I am from Massachusetts. I work in a school system now. Um, I went to the, the public schools in Massachusetts. I have pictures of myself and my sister. I was dressed as a pilgrim. She was dressed as an Indian. These pictures came from... Our, our schools, they sent them home with us. We learned how to make the different noises and how to say hi in Indian. It was one of the biggest times of the year where the curriculum focused over a week of learning how to um, make turkeys and learning about the, the history and in, in air quotes of Thanksgiving. As I'm 38 years old. The gentleman sounds like he may be older than me during my time annually. That is something that was done across Massachusetts. That's why. That's why he pissed me off. He and and then and then, of course, what he really called about was was that he doesn't. Oh, I don't mind teaching history. I just don't want elementary kids. They it ought to be taught in a certain way, and I guess kumbaya. You know, uh, I don't care if they're elementary, high school. Uh, the, the reality is teach it accurately. The truth needs going, to be taught. It just, thank you. Thank the you. I'm not going to sit up taught. here and, and have you 
So you, you so you know, but let's not divide. And that's why I asked him: Are you talking about a a class project where you know, and and where folks say, "Well, all right, half the class we're going to teach the history of slavery." Some of y'all going to be slaves. Some of y'all going to be uh, uh, slaveholders. You know, I, you're right. Elementary school, that's kind of a, a, of a difficult process. And you're a teacher. And you got to be very careful. That's why the first thing that came to my mind was uh, the blue-eyed, brown-eyed experiment, which is classic. But, you know, she got fired for teaching that. And, and here's the thing. I work in a school system that is diverse, but the majority are students that identify as Caucasian or white. I do think that we in the public school or in the school system need to be mindful of how we are teaching the curriculum, not not solely for those, you know, trying to make whites feel comfortable, but for the classrooms that are majority white and have maybe one or two students and, and considering how they feel about learning the history in a classroom that they may not be supported or represented. That's what I think. Um, do I think that we need to minimize the truth in order to make people still continue to feel comfortable? Absolutely not. This is the problem that we have now is that we've minimized right. the truth to make people feel comfortable. But That's right. in Massachusetts, they took pride. It wasn't until the last oh, five Please. years that they've switched it, that some um, school systems have switched Thank it you. to indigenous people holidays. Thank you. And that's Thank because you. you're having younger educators come in, younger administrators coming, and they are changing the school system and the curriculum to be anti-racist practicing systems. And, so, yeah, and, no, and, and Rob, so Rob, ought to, Rob ought to get a couple of Dick Gregory books, who, by the way, his children were reared in Massachusetts. All, all of them. All of them. And, and he ought to get one, of, since he's got biracial uh, children, and, and, uh, and that's why I say, hell, I, I've got a great-grandchild that is born on a native, is, is a half Native um, American and lives and is and, and on a Native reservation, Native American reservation. See, that's why I say be careful when you call up to me and don't, get, don't come at me with this, can I say something because you don't want to hear me correct you. See, and, 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 and I'm going to correct you, and I'm certainly not going to sit up here and pretend <laughs> that, uh, th- that you can sit up there and tell a bold-faced lie that they didn't do what we're talking about. Where's, uh, where's uh, Lita from Georgia responding to Rob? Go ahead, Lita. Hey, Joe. Happy holidays to you and the family and crew. Thank I you. I wanted to say he is definitely lying. I'm from California, and they did it every year in elementary school. We dressed up, complete with the boots, hat, feathers. They separated <laughs> us. And <clears throat> my mother used to make my brother's uh, costume complete with the toy gun. And I remember, I'm going to take it a step further, they used to bring the little cap guns to school. They used to be red. You can pop them with a rock or put them in the gun. And that's how it was okay back then. So it happened, and it happens all happened all over yeah, the U.S. Yeah, Rob just was trying to be contrary. He knows it damn well it happened. He know, knew it. Yeah. You know, and, and, yeah. and, uh, and, 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 and like I said, the only break I'll give him, maybe it didn't happen in his classroom, but I don't believe him. But, you right. know, may, maybe it did. But when he said, oh, it didn't happen in Massachusetts, 
Oh, please. If any, if it, if it started in Massachusetts. Right. <laughs> Happy you Thanksgiving. Great, yeah. uh, Christy, uh, Delaware, go right ahead. Good morning, sir. Thank you. First time caller. I'm just so inspired. I'm just recently to uh, Urban View, and I'm just so inspired by your words. I'm a music teacher, a professor at a HBCU now, but when I was a kid living in rural Delaware, where it, was, where it was still kind of segregated in the 60s, in fact, my brothers were the product of that, that I remember singing second, third, and fourth grade Stephen Foster songs about negras and negras, and I would go home to my mother, who was from Philadelphia, and my father was from Delaware, and asking her, and she would tell me the truth. And, and, and the call to action that you're talking about, requires all of us to do something about historic healing historic harms we can do it for ourselves but we should challenge others to learn the truth yes. came out of that product and my brother who's nationally known brian stevenson inspires me oh to my remember god nationally known look what he did shame oh, to people thank shame you to folk and light to truth means that we can heal he, he yeah. talks about in germany that they have all of these markers deliberately so the world remembers what happened right and it's the never truth. forget and yeah. and so this is what we should be doing about education we be it in the music room i understand i've been there with all that multicultural stuff and we have decided here in sussex and my brother's name to come up with a public charter it's about service it's about the invisible kids that we would never see at the top and that we make a challenge to our community to do something and call to action in education. And much like my brother's words, you know, get proximate, do uncomfortable things, change the narrative, but remain hopeful. Christine, you got it down, Pat. I, I, I can't add anything. Uh, you, your entire family, God bless y'all, because you obviously you had much, two sir. intelligent parents who taught you well. And and then I'm think you know I'm thinking, uh, you know there were people who are opposed to the African American Museum here in Washington. Terrible. Oh, you can't put that up there. And then he, hello the the Lanching Museum. You know, oh no oh yep. no no we can't you know, what do you yeah. you know and well, like you my, said you can go to Germany, and you yep. all throughout I mean you still have the 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 hol- the um, well, almost every you know, I was yeah. in Israel. They got the Holocaust Museum. Well, we tell you walk out of that Holocaust Museum, uh, you got you. You're not human if you if you walk out of there and don't and not crying. Right. Well, Mr. Madison, Brian had to send different people to buy parts of that land to get a lynching museum there. Yeah, it wasn't going to happen except for the way that they do things. We had to rethink it and be creative and be smarter and not be as emotional as I. I I'm emotional. I'm sensitive, and I'm a product of that. But Brian yeah. and my brother Howard, we're we're all trying to just contribute, and I appreciate the call of action that you've. Well, I, I I you know I'm and and I say this not to flatter you, I say it out of appreciation for you, your brothers, your family. I appreciate. I'm honored that you're listening to the show. I, I, my blood I pressure is getting higher in the past six months. I tell my pastor I have to get my, my dose in because there's no other vehicle for me. Uh, I drive a lot. And thank you. Thank you and your team and, and everything that's ho- happening on Urban View. And happy holidays to you. Uh, Lula, North Carolina. That's why I tell you folks, you better listen. You better learn. And by the way, during the break, I, I, I got a book. This is simple. I've been, I saw kids reading this on the Metro one day. And I say to Robs of the world, the Rob who called in, right? And you know, oh, we didn't divide up the class, you know, pilgrims and all that and all that stuff. Rob, 
for you and your grandchildren, okay? Do me a favor, and obviously your in-laws and, and children. If Read and the uh, Dr. Carter G. Woodson's book. Start there. Let me have you start simple. <laughs> I, won't, I won't shock you with uh, Lerone Bennett's book. Um, the Miseducation of the Negro. Please, Rob, if you, I mean, and don't get offended. This, we're not, if you notice, we're not calling your name. Don't get offended. I know it's hard for you to hear this. But just start there. And you can download it if you don't have time to read it. I'm, I'm a big audiobook fan. I don't know if it's audiobook. But get the book, The Miseducation of the Negro by Carter G. Woodson. Just thought I'd bring that up. Uh, Lula, North Carolina, go ahead. Yes, sir. This only became an issue for to Rob, to, in my opinion, because he has biracial children. And I promise you, Rob, that the history that gets taught, black parents all over the country, when we are aware of a lesson that is separating our children from the rest of the class, you know, we are on top of it. We call in school systems and, and everything. You know, that history even permeates into the math lesson. I think in Texas, there was a, you've had uh, a parent that was protesting because the word problems for math said the slave produced this and it was a math problem. And yep. how many units of cotton? Yes. Did they, you know, yes. we feel bad about it all the time. I've been in AP history class way back when I was in high school and you would one of two or three black students in the history class and they teach and lesson and every, all the white kids are looking at you like, you know, you the magical Negro that escaped somehow. This only becomes an issue when you have these parents, these grandparents, and now they got biracial kids and they don't want their kids, these particular kids to feel bad or maybe be associated with the black experience. And I'm, and black kids all around. We, I remember feeling bad. When we get to Black History Month and all you hear is Martin Luther King and the slave. Really? So I, I, to your point, before the Mayflower, that was in my, my household, you know, um, yep. the miseducation of the Negro. And when you yeah. bring this, this information to those teachers, at least when I did, at that time, the teacher would say, this is not real history. And you're looking at the book. So yeah. I'm sorry that the white kids now are, or the parents are made, made to feel bad for their kids. This is a lesson in empathy. Uh, Yvette from Indiana. Good morning, Joe. Can you hear me? Yes, Yvette. I, uh, I'm just going to take a breath because I have, um, been listening to your show for weeks now and I finally got a day off to call because I just want to say thank you thank you thank you you know I've been reading the memoirs of John Lewis mm-hmm let me breathe for a minute, okay, Joe? No, go ahead. Go ahead. I understand. <laughs> Trust me. I know how you feel. Sometimes I can hear the frustration in your voice when you get a 
troll who's talking crazy. Anyway, okay, I I'm so um, proud of you and your staff and what you're doing for our people. And you know, I what I'm doing, I'm reading, I'm learning. You know, I'm a sixty-something-year-old woman, and I'm just now really getting a grasp of the deficiencies in our education system and the miseducation of, of, of blacks and before the Mayflower, all those books that I should have known about growing up and going through school, I didn't. But I'm learning and I'm getting it. And I appreciate so much, Joe, what you're doing for our people. And I want to just um, also add to your reading list the memoirs of John Lewis because uh, yeah. he, I'm sure, he's yeah. doing backflips about what this Congress yep. is not doing. And yep. it's a shame. And I want to challenge any Congress member um, to You're, really, really yeah. listen yeah. to what they're saying because it's so important. You we're gonna, got we're, to, we're, we're, yeah. We are like going backwards. You and got I'm not two, for going backwards. I'm for going and, forward. And, and you got two U.S. senators in your state of Indiana. And, and, I, and, and I'm, one, I'm calling them, Joe. Thank I'm you. doing my part. Thank you. I'm calling thank them. You. I got the five-star app, and you better know they know my name. I have letters from them Good. right to them because I'm not putting up with it. So thank, thank you. you, Joe. And I'm going to get you. off this phone and keep listening to your show. And please. Keep doing what you're doing, and I, I, will. I I pray for you and the because I think that we we have a moral obligation, and you yep. took it to heart, and you're doing something about it, and I appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. God bless you and this show forever. Suzanne from New York. Hi, Suzanne. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. I I just wanted to add. I, I was a music teacher. I'm retired now, three years, and um. I came upon a situation of teaching uh, about Thanksgiving and African American History Month and the whole thing with controversy in the last three years of my teaching, all of a sudden. Um, and honestly, I, I did feel bad watching my, my white students feeling, you know, upset about what was being taught, you know, and, and I mean, it's not, it wasn't anything that intense. I did consult because after all, I was a music teacher. So I did consult with the other teachers as to how deep they would go into the whole thing of slavery and all of that. And they said, oh, we go deep. We show films, we show pictures, the whole thing. So here's what I, I decided to do. And for me, it worked out really beautifully, uh, nicer than I expected. Um, I had a mix of kids in my class. I had black, white, Latino, and I had um, Indian, um, East Indian students in the class. And I decided that I was going to teach it from the Quaker perspective, the the first uh, abolitionist. Um, I found pictures. Uh, of course, we had whiteboards. I put the pictures up on the, the whiteboard. I found footage 
of the Civil Rights March with Dr. Martin Luther King, where everybody was there, white, black. Um, I, I showed the children films of uh, Ravi Shankar uh, teaching uh, sitar to one of the Beatles. Um, and then I tried to learn uh, a lot of their dances, did the line dancing of the colonialists. I had African dance. I had uh, salsa dance, and I would do like a big feast after the end of the uh, uh, the teaching, and we would do these dances uh, and just. Really, it became a really beautiful thing. I also found East Indian uh, songs that I taught the children. I taught gospel uh, songs, which towards the end of my teaching. Oh, okay. Uh, I got it. I got it. Hey, 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 Suzanne. Got it. Okay. I, yes. I, I really, I mean, I'm two minutes into your point. And, and so okay. the, bottom, the bottom line is? It became a beautiful experience about sharing each other's cultures. Okay, all right. Know? And, 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 and so it, it, I got... It was a beautiful Jesus thing. Christ. Suzanne, I, I, I think it's I'm great. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, no, that's all right. No apology. The, the, I think that's great. You, you, you're talking about the beloved community that Dr. King often referred to. But, exactly. But, all right, and, and, as a, and, and you know what? No one, that, no problem there. I think it's a great thing to do. But there's another side of history that you have to teach also. You know what was interesting? Here, listen, and I'm going to tell you what caught my attention initially. I kind of felt bad for the white students who had to listen to one aspect of what their forefathers did. But you never said, in this whole, in the whole two and a half minutes, I felt bad for the black students who were victims. You never said that. Well, I felt I didn't have to say that. Well, of course you. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. Of course you have to say it. If you can, it, because by the way, it's it's one side. It's it's one side of the same coin. Of course you. And this is my lesson to you. Well, you know, I looked at the white student, and I know you didn't think of it, but that's why I'm here. You should have said that because people are listening to you, admiring, and I say this, admiring all you did to to emphasize the beloved community, culture, dancing, all that. Because quite candidly, what I take away from what you said is we, we have more in common then we have a difference. Now, that's my takeaway. But it just dawned on me, as, as you were saying, my, I, my initial idea was, and this is what is why they don't want to teach black history in schools. That's why I'm bringing it up. White folk, white parents are saying, we don't want our children to feel badly. We don't want our children to feel badly. Well, again, I'm sorry, uh, but it would be like teaching the Holocaust and saying, well, you know what? I got German children in my school, and I don't want them to feel badly because of what their parents did 
during World War II. Sorry, it doesn't work that way. If you're going to teach history, teach it all. Don't whitewash it. That's my advice to you. 45 after the uh, hour. one 801 I didn't think I had to say it. Who do you think you were talking to? How else would people know? Thank you. How else would they know that it was balanced? one And again, what I, I applaud, I applaud what she, the, as a music teacher, what she did. Thank you. You, you, how you brought everybody together to fight for what was righteous and what was correct. Thank you. But that, you know, but but when when you say, well, you know, I was, you know, I, matter of fact, white children shouldn't feel guilty for what their parents did. They weren't even born. It, it, what is it? What is it? They should learn from it. That's the lesson. We're not, by the way, what is the lesson? We're not going to go back. That's what I would walk away with. As a, as a, uh, uh, you know, that's the lesson that I walked away with when, when, during the civil rights, uh, when I learned about civil rights. Well, man, King. John Lewis, Rosa Parks, the list goes, I mean, hundreds. They went forward. And the lesson I learned was not to sympathize or feel guilty, but to, uh, uh, what I was taught was, we ain't going backwards. Uh, Let's see, uh, Joanne, Florida, she's a former kindergarten teacher and then i'll go right down the list 50 I'll, I'll, we'll keep this going i know we're at the top of the hour but we'll get all these calls in uh a good way to uh thanksgiving eve to have a discussion about this go ahead uh joanne good morning i saw you on uh, joy last night you're getting your message out um thank, I'm a and i have to thank joy and going thank back joy to what you were that. saying about dressing kids up way back 20 years ago we were dressing the kids up as pilgrims and Indians, and these are three, four, and five-year-old kids. I stopped doing that maybe 10 years ago. We started just making, like, turkey hats instead of those pilgrim hats with Indian hats. So it's not just in, you know, certain states that they're doing that. They were doing that across the country. Yeah. Going back to what that, that music teacher was saying, I can tell the difference between working in a suburban school and an inner-city school because I did both. What I find is that in, in suburban schools, they play it down, or they don't want to teach. I've met teachers that have told me before that they are uncomfortable teaching about slavery. These are white teachers, and I didn't understand that. That was early in my teaching career. In inner city schools, it is, it is taught because you have more black teachers, at least you used to have more black teachers in inner city schools, so the, the kids get a clearer understanding of what happened. While in the white schools, they do have this multicultural day where people bring in their dishes from whatever country they're from, because I've experienced both, and they wash it down. They don't want the subject taught. They, and that's all there is to it. They want to cover it up. They want to make excuses for it. I respect that music teacher. I saw what she did. But she, like you said to her, and I, I respect that you saw that, because that's what I was hearing. 
at no time did she feel sorry for the black kids. Mm-hmm. All she wanted to do was cover it up for the white kids to feel comfortable. And that's the society that we live in. one 801 8255 You know, I'm, we're not, please understand something. We're not teaching history to make people feel bad, badly. That's not why we're teaching history. I never thought of teaching history. Now, <clears throat> I, I will admit, when I when I read um, I, when I read uh, Lerone Bennett Jr.'s book, they came before the Mayflower. Is that right? And when I read that book, I I will admit, I got angry. I got angry. I mean, really angry. Because I realized, Rob, that I was lied to. I was lied to in, in school as it relates to history. I was lied to. And I was, and by the way, I was a freshman in college. And and you know, and I and, and I had been stereotyped. Um I'm live I'm I'm in an entirely different culture. I'm away from home. This is during the the uh the, the, the um latter part of the civil rights movement. There was all this stereotyping was going on. And I just found myself actually in the basement of the library where they happened to have this book. And I started reading it. And I said, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. That's not what I was taught. I didn't know that. And, And it pissed me off. That's what makes me, that's what, that's what made me angry. I was lied to. I was miseducated. There's the word. I was miseducated. And then it let and then that spurred me to read more and more and more and more. That's really what we're talking about. And that's what all these calls are. I mean the lines just you know, Rob, what you just did, you did me a favor. You just lit up every line that I have. Because people are listening with a third ear. And and the way you get around that or the way you address it is just teach the facts. Here's what happened. It shouldn't have. This is how people were thinking in those days. This was part of the culture. And, and, And we're not going backwards. You can listen to yours truly, Madison, the Black Eagle, live every Monday through Friday on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.